0: CHAPTER One: CIVIL DISCOVERY. The standard rule for courtroom trial procedure that lawyers try to follow is, never ask a question you don't already know the answer to. That sounds like a nice rule, but it begs another question. If a lawyer already knows the answer to the question, then why ask it? The answer to that question is quite simple. The reason to call witnesses to the stand is to tell your client's side of the case to the trier of fact, whether it be judge or jury. And it will be much more believable if it comes out of the mouths of independent witnesses who are not related or closely connected to the lawyer's client. To properly control the testimony given by the witnesses a lawyer calls, one must work backwards. First is to find out as many facts about the case as possible, facts that available witnesses will be willing to testify to. Second is organizing the facts in a cohesive presentation that can be made in court. Third is creating a series of questions to ask the witnesses in such an order as to present the client's side of the dispute. Taking the above into consideration, you can see why lawyers only like to ask questions they know the answers to. Of course, not all witnesses called to the stand are those of the lawyer. There are two sides to every lawsuit, and the other side will also be calling witnesses to the stand. When a lawyer asks questions of the other side's witnesses, it's called cross-examination, and if a lawyer prepares the case properly, those adverse witnesses will also have been deposed. Depositions are not always the first line of discovery. The pertinent discovery rules of many jurisdictions also allow for the use of written interrogatories to the parties. These are much more economical to use, and should provide a lawyer with the names of people who would be useful as witnesses. They are the ones who will be deposed. If the respective lawyers on both sides are capable of acting professionally, and not as childish schoolyard combatants, they will communicate with each other and request that persons be presented for deposition at a time and place convenient to all. Unfortunately, in many instances, usually with young inexperienced practitioners, lawyers want to keep their game face on at all times, so the setting of depositions will be arranged by one side or the other, having subpoenas served on the other by the court-martial or a professional process server. If a lawyer or firm has a conference room, the deposition will usually be held there. If not, most court reporting organizations can provide a place for the deposition. Unlike many motion pictures and television shows, there is almost no such thing as a surprise witness. Court rules usually will require that both sides complete their civil discovery within a certain number of days before a trial starts, and must file witness lists with the court so that both sides know exactly who may be called to testify. Other forms of discovery may also be used, a request for admissions, etc. But for the purpose of this book, only the deposition will apply to you. At the end of this book, a special appendix has been added that may be of interest to attorneys. It contains several pertinent sections on the California codes that govern depositions. Helpful tip, if you are a witness to a case and not a party, depending on the jurisdiction you are in, you may be entitled to receive a witness fee and mileage allowance, so don't forget to ask for it.